Welcome to another episode of Switchcraft, the Fingerboard Podcast. I'm sitting here as usual with my co-host Julian Borner. Hello everyone, what's going on? And today we have quite a lot of things to cover. Oh, Since yeah. we missed a few weeks after Fast Fingers and holidays and stuff like that. But now we're back. Oh yeah, and back in full force. And a few <clears throat> things happened since we last talked. Let's start first with trucks. Oh yeah. There was a minor change. <laughs> Probably everyone by now has seen on Instagram and various other sites what has been going on. So basically what happened is a few people posted at the same time the same picture. The picture was something that looked similar to a Black River truck, yeah. but was quite obviously not a Black River truck. Like, uh, you can see, for instance, straight away, that the base plate, for example, is that of a Tech Deck truck. You've got a shorter kingpin, and um, yeah, you've got lock nuts, and the hanger looks like a Black River truck, but that's about it. You can see straight away that... This was not manufactured with fingerboarding in mind. It was manufactured as a mass product. Exactly. And basically all it is is a different China truck. All the people who sell those trucks charge approximately the same price. Which is around uh, 12 euros. Yeah, so something along the lines of like... $13. Yeah, something, something like that. And they are basically just another China truck. So they do have, which previous China trucks didn't, a single axle pin. That is quite yeah, a that, setup. That's yeah. an improvement. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> but even still, they are dual bearing wheels, which a few... Oh. Companies failed to mention. Uh, yeah, at well, least I didn't know that immediately. Thing is, the axle pin is basically way too long for a single bearing wheel. If you put a single bearing wheel on there and tighten it all the way, then you've got an axle pin that's going to stick out several uh, tenths of a millimeter, like 0.3, which is a lot. Yeah, and you can't even tighten it the whole way. Also, the axle pin is uh, slightly smaller from the diameter, uh, however it's pronounced. <laughs> not a native <laughs> diameter. Speaker. Diameter. So, you, even if you put a washer in between or a spacer, you still end up with a... A lot of wheel autonomy. Yeah, so... What happens is that the wheel goes off-axis quite easily, which basically acts, acts as a brake. And yeah. if, even with spacers, I, uh, for disclosure, I bought two pair of the trucks, set up one, set them up with FBS spacers. Maybe they are too big, but I don't think so. I think it's more the case of if you put it with spacers, you probably end up installing a brake. Yeah. Since uh, of all the, the wiggling and the additional material. And if you don't in, uh, don't install uh, washers with a single bearing wheel, then you just end up with way too much give on both sides. So the wheel ends up shifting on the axle, yeah. which doesn't feel good when riding. Also, if you buy the lacquered ones, the ones with color, for, for example, uh, the store has one of these sets for tryout. 
um, and you've got wheels with a small back hole, you'll end up with quite a bit of friction because the truck is fatter because of the lack, uh, the lacquer. Yeah, and also the lacquer comes off like really, really, really fast. Like with my trucks, I did a couple grinds, like maybe five, and they look like I rode them for a day. Yeah, for sure. But to uh, continue with the problems they have. Oh yeah, um, they are way higher than Black River trucks but and white trucks. I can I can forgive. Like just they're being even a higher high than white trucks. Yes, but but the the real problem, the real problem, the real problem is the difference between the kingpin height and the height of the hanger, which is. The difference is um, 0.9 millimeters, which is almost a millimeter, uh, in favor of the kingpin. So and when you do 50-50, you basically grind on your two kingpins. Yeah, and you feel that. And it basically also acts as a brake. Screech! Yeah, like when the first time I did a 50-50, everyone looked at me weird and I was like, oh, no. Nope, not doing that again. 50-50 is cancelled. And also, uh, because of the way the base plates are manufactured, it's quite tough to get screws on there that don't leave space to the board. So the base plate and the board, most of the time, will have a tiny bit of space left in there. And that's because um, the threadings for the singular nuts were not put through uh, for, for the screws sorry were not put through the base plate from the bottom upwards but from the top downwards which is easier but has the problem of having the residue that comes off the bottom of the base plate and that heightens the singular hole for the screw yeah, you basically have a, have a bit of tear-out on the bottom, and that tear-out probably should have been sanded off. I haven't yeah. tried that yet, but it was a pain in the arse to yeah. get them to fit. I think you you did it in the end, but I, yeah, do, yeah, I but think they're still w- not on... With a lot of patience and, and, and yeah. a really, really good uh, screwdriver. Yeah, so for everyone who's considered buying them, I mean, they're, they're not terrible. Know your risks. They're, That's just what we're saying. Know but your also, risks. I, I wouldn't see them as a 10 euro truck. I It wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they become the standard truck for things like a tech deck in the future. And that's that's the, the, the basic suspicion. thing. That's a suspicion. Because we've got something like five resellers. That, I think even more by this point. Well... Yeah. It's some are sub resellers that get them from the yeah. others. So, um, let's say maybe all these resellers combined have maybe ten thousand, twenty thousand sets of these trucks. I don't think that a low cost manufacturer is gonna make these trucks at that price, so that you can still have a win margin on them and just give them out to a niche that is fingerboarding. The suspicion is that these are being manufactured for tech deck and that the fingerboard resellers get the the, the smaller part of the bargain, kind of. Yeah, like that is all... That's speculation. Speculation at this point. 
But it is quite odd that a couple people start posting about them at the same time. There obviously was some communication between all all the ones who sell the product. Yeah. Some of them were reluctant to uh, acknowledge that they didn't manufacture them themselves. Which is quite obvious, but anyway. Yeah, but <laughs> and I, I, for example, just wanted to hear someone say, yes, I bought them from China. But yeah, it was quite tough to hear someone say that. I mean, I had my squabble with Italian fingerboarding and... Um, he the, said the it. Company, he said it quite. The theme. Oh yeah, yeah. He he said it quite clearly. So cheers on him for for the honesty. Uh, but um, th- that's not the point entirely. Um, the thing is, they do look like Black River trucks. At least the hanger massively hangar. looks like a Black River truck. I and mean, I... okay, the pivot is longer, but the hanger itself is and I... identical. Like, that's just no coincidence. That is... That's bad. That's that's bad. Yeah, because that was, like, the main talking point that people had. They were, like, a lot of people, me included, were like, those look like BRTs, but I can tell they aren't BRTs. So what the fuck's that? (laughs) Yeah, basically, what the fuck's that? I was intrigued to try them. I didn't have high expectations. To be fair, we haven't really talked about how how they feel yet, only about the technical flaws, how they are built. I have to say that in the end, they're still. They feel truck. slightly better than Tech Tech trucks. Yes. Just slightly more solid than Tech Tech but trucks. I, I think if you take the time to uh, remove the axle pins and uh, add your own. Single yeah, axle you, you, you could have the chance, but, truck. but still, the high base plate yeah. just generates a small turning radius. That's mm, can't yeah. do anything else. You you probably can get them to feel okay, and I actually know some people who prefer tactic trucks, but they are few and far between. <laughs> the majority of people who ride fingerboard for a longer time eventually. We'll hate them. <laughs> yeah, and, and eventually take take the financial hit from buying a professional truck, or what we call a professional truck, which basically, how we said in an earlier episode, just means BOTs and dynamics, and you and can, make white a, trucks. can make a case for white trucks, but we wouldn't make a case. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that leads us to how intellectual property as a whole concept is dealt with in fingerboarding because you've got something that works very well as a product for example the shape of a fingerboard and then you just see redundant copies of it just appearing on the scene everywhere like 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 fungi and even even to a more extreme point i heard through some rumors that there is someone who manufactures boards for quite a lot of people. It's just a rumor. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody knows who we're talking about. Rumor. And but I know that the specific manufacturer ships to quite a few companies. I heard a number from it being in the sixties. Eh. And yeah, all of them are basically the same. <laughs> that is like 
the extreme case of what we're talking about. Yeah. But to a more or less extent, it's something like just being a popular shape. Oh yeah, nobody sands uh, a deck resembling a skateboard anymore. Yeah. It's just popsicles with these extremely round tails and uh, and square tails. Yes, and... like so, I mean, I I personally like uh, personally like uh, the popsicle shape, but still, if you see the same shape with the same width and the same degree of kicks and the same dips and the same concave, and you've seen that like ten different times from different companies, then you're like. You know what? Why even bother? That's weird. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, I mean, there uh, it's partially to blame, but I, I don't want to blame them too much. The people who make molds, because a lot of them do sell like a a basic mold, which I think leads to a lot of conformity. Yeah. Since especially people start starting out making decks, they don't exactly know every specific they want in a fingerboard before they start. Which and is they... weird in itself. I mean, um, the only really legitimate approach, in my opinion at least, is you have fingerboarded for some time. You just need a couple of decks in your fingerboarding career at the start. You know, you don't mosh them down in a year. You can ride yeah, them for even, two years or like, whatever. Even though we change them frequently, you really don't have to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and then you just figure out what the shapes you're riding are missing. And that's what you do a deck company for. You, you want something that is yours, that feels like yours and... and, and is the, the best expression of fingerboarding for you. Exactly. Like, when you like specific tricks, some shapes work better for some tricks than others. Oh, yeah, for sure. For example, I uh, I figured out that for me, a very flat deck with basically no concave and a very light deck really helps me with learning tricks. So yeah. I learned switch trays on, uh, on a, a catfish barbecue the flat shape, whatever it's called, with dynamics, with the lightest wheels I had. Oh, yeah. I learned... The duros. Yeah. I learned uh, nolly heels and switch heels with my flint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or, yeah, uh, flint heel flint. flips. Holy yeah. shit. Like, some decks lend themselves to tricks better than others. Yeah. I know some people who say, oh, I can't do uh, 360 pop shavits without a lot of concave. When you do them enough... You basically learn every trick, but some are easier to learn with specific shapes. Yeah. And so when you just take a shape for the sake of having a shape and then make your decks just for making decks, that isn't the approach we would like. And, and that would lead to, to basically uh, conforming the styles that result out of that. Because when certain tricks are not possible, then you 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 kind of uniform the the whole thing, you know. Yeah, and since so many shapes look the same, there is not that much in innovation anymore. Mm-hmm. But so that not all deck makers start pissing on us, <laughs> um, it's also quite tough to have innovation with a object that is that small. Since yeah. basically every single degree and every fraction of a millimeter 
change something. For and sure. since there isn't that much room, like a deck only has around 33 millimeters, like give or take one or two, but even that is, it doesn't sound much, but it's like the world of difference, like a 35 millimeter to a 32 millimeter. I'm starting to feel the 0.2. Exactly. And so there's only that much space, even if you take like every increment, like every O point millimeter and yeah. every uh, every single degree. What you, can you make? You don't end up with that many with options, that many different yeah, yeah. options. And yeah. so I don't uh, don't say that all fingerboard deck makers steal ideas from others, but it's definitely you can't that a trend catches the on, yeah. and then people are asked to do something that's a bit more like X. And then everything looks the same. And sometimes I, I've i even seen split plies that are very specific to a specific deck maker being made by someone else. Where I'm like, why don't you come up with your own stuff? Yeah, yeah, let's go. So the whole thing with intellectual property and things that look similar or that are similar or don't, it's a tough topic, but... To come back to the trucks, I don't think these are the trucks you really want to go to when you have been fingerboarding for a while. Because, like we said, they still feel like China trucks. And I'm not saying everyone has to buy Black Vera trucks, but you should at least consider something that's a bit more uh, elaborate. Because yeah, that's what they are missing. They're, exactly. they're not uh, made to the detail. Like, I know Scott from Dynamic mm-hmm. does a lot of increments and uh, trial and error, and I know, or we know that uh, Black River had quite a few iterations over the years from their truck. And though they went through a long prototyping phase um, for the release of the trucks each time when they released the, the 1.0, there was something like two years of prototyping phase and and the same with the 2.0s was one and a half years so you know that's something that comes from fingerboarders for fingerboarders and you clearly see that that truck is not with with fingerboarding in mind so yeah and to the to the point of like people just ordering something in china and saying that's my company there are some products that don't make too much sense to manufacture them themselves. Um, for example, not everyone has to create a formula for foam grip tape. Yeah. There is quite a good alternative that has been sourced and that a lot of companies use or slight variations of it. Oh yeah, and don't make fine. a fucking tape company. Yeah, like <laughs> basically, I would I would suggest if you want to do a company, first figure out what you like. And then make something yourself and put some some brain power into it. I really like uh, that Cartwheels does a lot of brain power. You can you can like the wheels or don't, but yeah. they are something that has been thought about, that has been uh, iterated, and yeah. that is something that the owner likes. And and, and for for example, dynamic. Huge shout out to him. He's the first guy I think that produces everything in a complete. Yeah. He makes the bushings. He makes the trucks. 
He makes the wheels. He well, okay, he doesn't make the bearings bop. I mean, yeah. give him some slack. He, he probably <laughs> and also, the decks uh, also sources the screws, but <laughs> that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some like we said, some products really lend themselves to being sourced, like screws. Not everyone has to do their own fucking screws. That would be nuts, yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But some some things are just too fragile to outsource or too complicated. And before anyone shouts at their computer, but there's Black River and there's White Rocks, I'm quite sure those products aren't all made by the people themselves, but we'll leave it at that. But... Speaking of Black River, oh yeah, there oh. was a bit a small event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, a few was... people gathered in South in Germany this year on the um, first uh, weekend of July. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah, I think. So about a we month were there. Before. We were there. Of course, we were there. And we had a blast. Oh, holy shit! It was incredible. Um, so just to paddle back. We're talking about uh, Fast Fingers number 20, which is the Fingerboard World Championship in Schwarzenbach an der Saale. Schwarzenbach translates literally to Black River. That's why the company is named that way. And that is where they are from. It's in the north of Bavaria. Which it's a little black the... spot on the, on the, on yeah, the map. Like, it, it's <laughs> the, the tiniest of German small, ta- uh, small towns. Like... I, I've lived in, in places like that, and when I walked through it, I was like, yep, this could definitely exist in my place. Yeah, one hour walk diametrically across, like, yeah, it's it's small. And But it, uh, it is in the north of Bavaria, which means that it's in the south of Germany. Yeah. It's not close to Berlin, so if mm. anyone in the future be like, oh yeah, I'm coming to Berlin since I'm going to Fast Fingers, no you're not. <laughs> Don't come on Friday. <laughs> yeah. And also uh, for uh, for the Fast Fingers event, this time there was a big hall where people could sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we both didn't. We uh, both didn't, yeah. We both... <coughs> Uh, stayed at uh, the Steig. at a personal place from uh, Timo Lieben. It was a big party on Friday, so the the day before the actual event, it was yeah. like a huge gathering at the Steig. Mm, yeah, but it it's the kind of gathering insane. where you really sh- you really should only go there if someone invites you to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it, ma- it was the core. Yeah, because um, at some years uh, it's been advertised by the owner of Black River uh, as a, like, oh, just go there. But it's no, a please private don't. thing. It's a private thing. It's in there. It's where where they live. They meaning... Uh, Timo Lieben, Thomas Hansen and Marty Winkler. Only Timo Lieben lives full-time, but that's a different story. Yeah. So the place is, it's absolutely cool. It has like a huge snake run in the living room that probably everyone has seen yeah, sometime. Yeah, yeah, and the concrete park outside. It's also quite famous. Like when, when I walked in there, I felt like I've, I've known it, but never been there once in my life before. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it feels familiar from the get-go. 
yeah. from the first instant. And although, uh, I mean, yeah. And it was like uh, you met so many people, and so many people were there, and it was a pleasure hanging out with all of you. Like there wasn't one one peop- one person, or maybe one, but he's <laughs> not a finger border. Um, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a friend of us who we we're allowed to say who he, he was shit drunk. Um, Holy shit! But yeah, it was a, was a really cool party. I played so many games of skate, learned a couple new tricks. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I mean, um, at the Steig, at on Friday evening, there were something like eighty-five to ninety people, and the I thing think even more. But yeah, the, I, the I heard about is, a hundred. The thing is, um, some people actually showed up that have that legendary status, you know, and have been missing for quite some yes. years. And and then, you know, someone comes from the garden and is like, yeah, Ruben just got here. He, he brought Elias. And uh, like, yeah, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah, or... Uh, and then D- he just Dimitri, seems standing there. Dimitri Schlotthauer. Fabi, Fabian Schreiber. Fabi, fucking hell. Yeah, like... I, I've been singing his praise for quite a while, but yeah, Fabi's yeah. back. <laughs> Fabi's back and he's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, and like he could, you could see him coming back. Like it was crazy. We played a game of skate pretty much the first thing on Saturday morning, and I don't mean to brag, but I stumped his ass multiple times. <laughs> At the end of the day. I just didn't want to play against him anymore because he would have wiped the floor with me. Like, just, <laughs> just half a day of him fingerboarding again, he probably could have kicked my ass switch. Like me doing regular tricks, he doing them switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. still would have lost. He's a monster. Yeah. And people like that, like uh, uh, Tobias Fiedler, I mm. haven't seen that guy in like 14 years. And it's I, a bit less for me, but yeah, no. Other people have seen him more frequently, but still, he he's not one that comes to events regularly or yeah anything like that. It was cool to see all the basically the who's who, especially from the European scene. Yeah, although it was very international. Yes, like but still not that many Americans. Yeah, not not that many, but. Our friend from Argentina was there. Oh yeah, Mauro! (laughs) And yeah, it was quite an international field. And uh, the contest itself started on Saturday morning. It started as usual with any big event with quite a bit of delay. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much to be expected. Yeah, for sure. Um, The park itself was as we... Uh, fought not our cup of tea. Nope. Um, it was a bit awkward to ride. I, you still can have fun, but yeah, it, it's not a park I want to see mass produced by Black River. Steep powder coated rails. Why though? Yeah. Anyway, and so the uh, <clears throat> there were like I think around ninety people that entered. No. 117. Oh, okay. And uh, they cut to, I think, top 30. Mm-hmm. Um, did you enter in the contest? I did. I did. I didn't make the cut. 
but I knew as soon as I did my first try on the park. I mean, as soon as I got to the park, basically, I just was like, oh, okay, I have just seen this from afar and didn't really want to ride it. Now I'm here. I don't want to ride it even less. And yeah. and so went my run. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did my, my final trick uh, on the second try at the end, and that's cool with me. Yeah, and for me, my run... Your run I, was quite good, actually. Yeah, I, I I was a bit torn because I was fucking nervous. Yeah. Like, I'm usually someone who's quite calm uh, in those types of situations. Like in in my business life, that's one of the strong suits to stay calm in pressure situations. But there, like I I got the the jitters and I I was way too I, like I was moving way too quickly. Quickly, when you see that I mean, it was your first big contest in what? In uh, thirteen years. Yeah. Yeah, two thousand six was the last one I rode. Yeah. And for that, it was it was quite a performance. Honestly. Yeah. So I I ended up in in the fifties. Uh, I still was like maybe it could be enough to to advance. I depending depending what what you judge, the first part of the run wasn't that great. The middle had a small thing, but the very start was good. I landed my big tricks pretty much first try. Yeah, but I don't want to say, oh, I should have been in the top 30. It was more like, yeah, depending on what you want to see, could be, could work, could not work, whatever. I, I knew I was out the, the moment. I, no, I was yeah, like, no. I, I also thought, yeah, no, that, that wasn't that wasn't it. But quite a few people came to me and be like, "Hey, think think you got it?" I was like, "Really? Uh, no." But yeah, for me that wasn't the part why I came there. So yeah, the the the, the it's not about the contest. Yeah, never is. I I really like that there is a contest. I I think to have a few big contests is actually good for the scene. But if you have a big contest. You should think about the parameters of the contest before. Oh yeah, that's um, very important. Yeah, like b before we jump in in that that whole topic, uh, just a few a few things that went down. So we had after a couple of rounds. Uh, you can actually watch the whole event, I think, on YouTube on the Black River channel. Mm. They did a live stream, and I think you can still find it. Yeah, but. After a couple of rounds with various formats, they did eventually cut to six people. Yeah. Let's see if we can get them from memory. Okay, it was Nico Frank, Jedo Ulpt, uh, Alex Chris, Guglielmo Queso, Stolli, Stolli, and the and other guy. Fuck. I'm really sorry, I'm missing your name. He's, he's from, from Germany, I think, from Cologne. He Alex. Yeah, Alex something. Alex Weigel? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah something maybe. like that. Something I like think that. Alex Weigel. He he placed fourth, uh, fourth in as in number ten. So yeah, he's yeah, someone yeah. a that, known face. Yeah, and, and someone who can deliver on in contest situations. And now comes the important thing: the contest park for the final was a two piece, and it was a quite good one. I yeah. really liked the. Uh, I really like that. 
Yeah, I did. I had a... The rails were so steep. Yeah, but I really liked them. Okay, like, it's cool. That, that spot I liked much, much more than the park itself. The manual pad was cool. Yeah, the manual pad was cool. And, so, be, and uh, the parameters, like you and that, two spots, basically. Yeah, two exactly. Uh, and um, it was against skate. One flat and long double stair set uh, with, a, with a long section um, in the middle between the stairs, you know, uh, and the manual pad. Uh, the park was symmetrical on both sides, so you had the stair set on both sides. Um, then you had a bit of flat, something like 40, maybe 45 centimeters. Yeah. Maybe less. Maybe 30, maybe, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. It's like that. Well, anyway, um, 30, 40, something like that. Yeah. And then you had a quite high and steep stair set. I didn't count it, but I think. Probably like a 20 stair. Yeah, probably a 20. Like, and a steep, uh, two steep rails on both sides. Um, you know, alineate it with the stair set on the previous spot. Yeah. So. And uh, the contest format was, like I said, a game of skate. And you had to do a trick on both parts of uh, the obstacle. So Bomb. you had to start at the top and end up at the bottom. Bomb the line. And there were some, some issues that happened during the game of skate. None of that were clear, were like absolutely clear during uh, during it happening. Like none of these things were caught by commentary or the judges. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to put any any blame on Ramon because he was busy commentating on the contest. Yeah. But someone who judged the contest should have kept count on what's happening. Exactly. So the setup for the judges was. Basically, two people who judged the, the event previously just were like, ah, oh, you judge. There wasn't any any uh, like briefing what the judges should look at. Yeah. There wasn't any uh, determination of the rules, which led to the first thing. The first thing was that in the middle of the run, I don't know who did it, but someone did a trick that was a bit sloppy. Mm. And someone said, someone of the judges said, Oh, just do a redo. It was on offense. Yeah, and that's only, a very important point. Only TKY basically said no redo on offense. And we Berlin guys from the top of the stairs, and we weren't heard. Um, there is no offensive redo. This is very important. There is a... none in the barracks. There is none in the Herrix. You just don't. If you ever play a game of skate at the Azzy shop, like, the format is absolutely clear. All of us know no fifth freedom, yeah. no manual shit, no tricks where you break the flow of the trick midair, like, no grabs that change yeah, the rotation yeah, yeah, of the board, yeah, 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 yeah. nothing uh, that gives you... Like for example, if you land, a, uh, if you do a line, mm -hmm. you have to keep going forward the whole time. There's no stopping in Which the middle of the tricks. Which brings us to the second issue. Yeah, um, there was quite a bit of power sliding. To quote 
um, one of our friends from the Azi Berlin shop, if you land in a shitty position to the rail, you land in a shitty position to the rail. That's it. That's considered a bail if you can't continue exactly. the thing, the, the, the line, so that you can just ride on and do the next trick. You can't power slide back. horizontally back and forth to position yourself in a in a in a favorable position to the rail. That's so, just a no go. So it happened that one of the riders started doing a trick on the uh, top section, did a basically a stop, then went a bit backwards and then continued onwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like. I really want to make this clear. I don't want to blame this on the rider. The rider was yellow, and like we're both in talks with uh, Yeldo about him coming coming on the podcast. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. W- wasn't Yeldo the one with the power sliding? I think Alex Christ was the one with the going back and forth. No, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, wh- whatever way it was. Anyway, so, there were several people that yeah. were not regarding and physics as a given. But what I wanted to say... I completely understand that when you're in a situation like that, like the World Championship Finals, you haven't had a big yeah, contest in, in a tough quite spot. a while. You, you, I can imagine they you're probably just drunk. Con- yeah, and they probably just concentrated on just landing the fucking trick. Mm. And I, like when I play against skate, I catch myself so many times being like, I oh, know, actually, I don't think that should have counted. But sometimes I only realize that a few seconds later, or you realize, oh, I went go backwards, or you just have tunnel vision and your muscle memory kicks in and you don't even realize that you're doing basically full stop in between yeah. or a power slide. And so really don't take this as blame for, for any of the riders. And also, I don't want to blame the judges too much. I really think that there should have been some clarification if we have repeat on offense or not <laughs> like no we, we the then, clarification yes. is no <laughs> yes but we then continued on sometimes giving offense a free do and no. sometimes not and that wasn't a good a good thing to do we, and n- 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 never yeah it shouldn't shouldn't happen but that would that's what did happen Massive props uh, at TKY for just barging into the yeah, contest. Yeah, he basically like, your manual wasn't. Ah! Yeah, he basically <laughs> became an impromptu judge, and nobody stopped him. But how? Yeah, <laughs> but um, like I said, there wasn't anyone that said beforehand, "Don't let anything count." That yeah, there should stops. be exactly. Yeah, there should be so, an announcement. At the start, like exactly. Barracks does, and or Harricks does. The, the judges, probably, they were like, oh, I don't want to screw that person out of the contest by actually don't let, letting something count that was, or sometimes you just hyped yeah. that a person lands it because we're friends with most of the people. So it's a tough spot to be in, but still, it shouldn't be a thing that you... That some people behave to the laws of physics and get punished, and some just write how they write in the moment, and nobody stops them. Like yeah. I said, it was more the the issue that there wasn't any clear 
layout of the rules yeah, before yeah, yeah. so that everyone knows, okay, that's not okay. Because when you just write and nobody stops you, you sometimes don't even realize that you did something you're not supposed to do. And I think that's much more what happened rather than anyone deliberately doing shady bullshit. <laughs> and for example, there was also this, this is all still in the finals, uh, was that uh, Alex Christ uh, just didn't do a trick. Yeah. I, I oh, don't just, think... Just didn't try Yeah, the like trick. He, he didn't even try. Like... Uh, and didn't the, get a letter. Yeah. And it was just a mix-up because, like, no... Like, someone was keeping count of the letters, but there wasn't any. There was no uh, feedback, no communication Yeah, no, like, parties. clear running order. No, yeah. No, and I also understand you just want to do the fucking tri trick. Like, when someone says you just go when mm -hmm. there's a space on the park. And, yeah, then... Before you know it, it's on to the next trick, and after a while, you probably realize, did I miss a trick? <laughs> <laughs> in in at the yeah. at the Asia Berlin shop, if we play skate with Harry on the square table, it, you get a letter for ignoring the redo motion. Motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, there there just was wasn't anything clear stated out, and also there was a. Uh, a thing that uh, Nico Frank did uh, did his third try on his last letter and bailed. And he was already like going to all the other finalists and uh, high-fiving them, be like, I'm out, thank you for the game, good luck. Basically, yeah, just... Bye. Yeah. And then someone, I, I don't remember who it was, but someone was like, you, have a, a, you, have, try. you have a third try. And Nico looked weird and was like, didn't what? I have three? And someone was like, no, no, no. Or a lot of people at that point ah. were like, no, still have still have one, still have one. He did a fourth fourth try and landed it. Fourth so, try, Frank. So he should have been out. And again, none of his fault. He actually was the one... He was coerced. <laughs> yeah, because like, he probably was like, Oh, okay. Did, did yeah, I, sure. I, did I did I miscount? Did I? I, I thought I already did three. Or did I just do two? Because in in that kind of situations, like I miscount my letters all the time and playing Holy skate shit. and and be like, what letter yeah, am I? Yana, Yana needs times? a skate counter. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's why every time you ask me where I want to play, I'm like. Let's play at a place with the skate counter. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna cheat. Like, did it's you bring one today? Uh, no, not today. Because ah! <laughs> mine is quite bulky. My uh, skate counter. But yeah, so there's there is no real layout of the rules, and I yeah. think it being a world championship, they it suffered a, quite a bit. And yeah, yeah. It did. It just didn't feel. Because the runs were very high level. Yes, there were some some amazing runs. Yeah, the singular best tricks were some amazing level, some of them. But then it just went fading a bit in the final, which is just a bit of a shame for a world championship. And in know? the final, like, the, the crowd was hot. Like, uh, we were uh, almost everyone... about to throw beer. 
No, like everyone was was cheering and everyone was into it and then all the fuck-ups happened and people were like oh it, it was going so good and for me personally i was uh, sitting at the opposite side of those guys oh, and yeah i uh, i didn't uh, realize all of the things like i realized the I see. the him going uh, or the, the stopping in between and the power sliding. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I did realize the uh, the fourth try, but I, and of course the uh, the offensive redo. But I had no idea about that Alex Christ missed a trick and yeah. So afterwards it was like oh this happened this happened oh that also happened and it was like that was the main talk after it and not holy shit yellow one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was like yellow did land quite a lot. And, and like I said, if if there were issues with how he landed them, it's absolutely none of his fault. Yeah, he but still was just in the for moment. a guy for a guy who's been in the final something like four or five times, and all of those are very high rank fingerboarders so to speak you should just have you know some some basic you know i don't want to say dignity but still i i really think that it being there is like the, there being that so crowd many... element for sure yeah, and, and also I'm not denying we don't have, that but... we don't have that many contests like for example with street league but and they just... have had so many contests yeah but they haven't had them lately like, not lately, but and, still. And not all of them had multiple contests to look back to. Like, for example, Street League, Nigel Houston. He just been on so many contests, he knows exactly what yeah, to do. Yeah, but Yedo is a bit... the. I mean, if you want to translate that, Yedo has been in more finals than any of these guys. At least yeah. four. And Alex Christ, at least three. Nico yeah. Frank, at least two. I mean, it's not like it's something new for them. And Guglielmo Queso, who was, it was his first major contest and he got fifth. And he displayed more integrity than some of the big stars, you know? That, that was a bit... I, I, I really wouldn't, wouldn't say it, like, I wouldn't call it dignity. Like, for me, what it's integrity. more like... It's more like you, you fuck up in the middle and you don't even realize because you just keep going. And that's that's why we uh, want to talk with Yellow. We don't we don't want to blame him. Like that's really a really important distinction. Uh, yeah. But we want to talk about uh, what we can do to set a set of guidelines yeah, so that yeah. things like that don't happen and to have a set of rules that should be essential yeah yeah and that everyone just copy paste because with rules you don't have to get fancy mm. there are some tournament structures that you can mess with like if you do a run if you do a best trick if you do two 30 second run if you do like a best trick on three different spots with three tries each well, like if you do a, if you do a line even the structure the structure is not the problem exactly i think that could be variable exactly um, that's that's the thing you should yeah. do variation on not what you let count and 
Yeah, 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 how, yeah, for sure, for sure. How people should write. Yeah. So, so we, we went off on a bit of a, of a tantrum there, or a bit <laughs> of... Yeah, but <sighs> it was like, it was a really cool event. We, we had lots of fun. Yeah, for sure. It was socially one of the best fast fingers I've been to, and I've been to, I don't know, five, and six, six. Yeah, it was six. And for me, it was cool to see people, like multiple people, I haven't seen in around 13, 12 to 13 years. Yeah. And like hanging out with Thomas Hansen uh, in his kitchen, like talking with Feeler, uh, often not seeing him for a decade. Uh, Getting drinks from Martin. Yeah. And, and you really shouldn't underestimate his drinks when oh, you yeah. you, get a drink from you him. You just don't taste the alcohol and you don't feel it until you move. Yeah. And like uh, Manu Oberle being there, all, oh, the, yeah. uh, all the guys from Porto, like uh, Losh and uh, Ricardo, um, Kata being there, basically a lot of owners of, or a lot of makers of really cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> like for sure. uh, the guy who uh, makes the Ocho magazine from oh, Canada. Oh yeah, Andrew for sure. Exactly, How Andrew. How could we forget Andrew? I I didn't. No, no, I didn't as well. I just, you know, in the flow, we just yeah yeah whatever. Like so so many people that make cool shit. Like I really enjoyed hanging out with. Uh, Elena from Goat on the Road, um, with Indy, like so many people I haven't met before and immediately got a connection with, like so many people I played games of skate with, uh, yeah. people I've been interacting with. <laughs> I cooked for, for 34 people. <laughs> and I didn't get anything from it. Uh, I, well, I, technically you did, but... The next day. <laughs> and we... We're not gonna talk about that fucking bacon that wasn't bacon. <laughs> Traumatic shit. Yeah. Um, bacon being salmon. <laughs> I fucking hate fish. And but it was so cool to uh, see people that you only interact with online, and yeah, just filming with a couple of people playing oh, yeah. skate on parks no one has ridden before like for example when we play at the Aussie shop and we play at one of the parks yeah i always feel like cheating because basically every trick i set on that i have done i've done time. yeah like the, the hard flip backside nose slide on on the stone park on the rail with the two kickers on the side on one end of the park Tail slide. No, the uh, nose blunt. Kickflip nose blunt. Slide. Oh, yeah, you said hard flip back tail. No, no, nose no. Oh, yeah. yeah, but also hard flip back tail. Like, yeah, those yeah, tricks yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are so, even so many videos of me doing that kinds of tricks. And yeah, they just are my go to. So if I don't know what to do, I just throw one of them. And yeah. I always feel like cheating because none of the other people have ever ridden that park. Yeah, and exactly. I know every nook and cranny. And it was cool to ride out of that. Yeah, and because uh, at the at the Fast Fingers event itself, I haven't counted the parks. It, they were a few, but they there were, were a quite a few, like less than rendezvous. Yeah, but but, still but probably few. not that many less. 
But no, not that many. Like, yeah. It was something like 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. And it was like, especially for an old head like me, it was cool to see a park from, I think it was the one from uh, Fast Fingers number nine, uh, like basically triple length. Yeah, uh, the one with but the also, big yellow thing in the middle. But also, like the the, the whole the whole um, things you miss. Exactly, and uh, like all so, in one hole. That's yeah, crazy. And it was so cool to see, yeah, all of it mm-hmm. in one place. And sure. so, if you have a big event or any event, like just try try to go. We know it's not always easy and uh, not always easy to afford. Mm. We're currently struggling with figuring out, okay, how can how can I, for example, get to uh, a pateo? Uh, which, uh, which flight do I take that doesn't yeah, cost it, me a fortune? It, it, it. Where do I stay? But, yeah, I, I really hope I can make it to, uh, to that event. And speaking of uh, pateo, there are quite a few events coming up. Oh yeah, that are sure. a bit bigger than the regular shop event. Because as, as let's go Aussie, chronologically. Because as at the Aussie Berlin shop, there are sometimes like small events, but they <laughs> next uh, week, for example, for example, next week. But they are like mostly locals. One yeah. of two of our friends from other places. Yeah, you yeah. Can, you're always welcome to come, but it's not like you miss. That much. That much. But the shop birthday is a bit bigger. Yeah, that's a bit bigger. But so the first event that's gonna happen is uh, the the one in Hereford. Hereford. Uh, (laughs) Shit. Ah, what's it called? I'm blanking on the name, but I will put it in the show notes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome fingers. Awesome fingers. Yeah. Quite sure that's. It's done by uh, Pascal, and he's guy, done, uh, cool guy. Yeah, absolutely cool guy. I wish I could go, but I have tickets for another event on the same day, which I bought half a year ago, so mm. can't go. Why but, are things always on the same day? That's so annoying. Yeah. Um, then there's Patio, which is on the 21st of, of September. September. It's obviously in Portugal. Oh, yeah. Then there is the mystery event in the woods, which I am planning, which is probably going to take place. Maybe not. Who knows? It's just, um, it's it's still in the in the making phase, you know? Um, may, maybe when we know a bit more. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe we can have a talk about that and for sure, for uh, sure. the things you plan for it. And that's like a big lesson. If you don't have an event, great one. Yeah, and exactly. That brings us uh, uh, to the next uh, uh, off the rails in UK in November. Oh yeah. And that is done When's by uh, the fingerboard queen. It's in twelve. Yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. Um, we'll I put that in the show notes uh, as well. In. And and then there's she, Yeah, and she. Uh, did a bunch of parks, and that's the thing. If you don't have ten Black River parks uh, or <laughs> dozens of, like Mike uh, has, yeah, just create something that's not like very specialized. 
like no one wants to ride a, or there are a few people who really want to ride a very steep bowl like like yeah, a bowl yeah, master's yeah. Uh, bowl or something do like something that. that is all round do something yeah, that is chill a bit more that generic, you can get chill. exactly that you can get technical on but also not necessarily like the ollie the, the, the kickflip crooks doesn't feel hard you yeah. know and or i know that uh thing what queen uh did so far i think three parks yeah none of them are like the most conventional uh, no uh also they aren't the most insane parts like it's not yeah. like oh i uh, uh how did you do it it's like they're really well made they have a really clean layout yeah. They look like fun to ride, and that's how how it should be that's for an event. Exactly. For example, the park I built for myself isn't a park I would recommend for a contest because it's yeah. something that I I like, and even then I liked it one and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah, but it's like I built it for myself, not for other people. Yeah, if you exactly. Build something for other people. It should be a bit more generic, and you should keep in mind righties and lefties mm -hmm, should be able mm -hmm. to ride it. There should be some rails, there should be some gaps, there should be some banks, like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but don't overdo it. Yeah. And to close off our event calendar, there is rendezvous. I think thirty on the twenty third of November. Yeah, I think of the races on the same weekend, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll. But we'll. yeah, if you if you have the chance to go to any of the events, they are quite spread out. Like we have Germany, we have uh, uh, Portugal, we have uh, England, yeah, and we have the uh, we have uh, the states. The US. UK. I know that there, or I'm quite sure that there are other events in the states as well. Um, if you want us to cover. And, or to announce an event in the future, just Shoot hit us, hit us DM. up. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode, I think. I'd say it is. So, Surely good. <laughs> thank you all for listening, and you'll hear us the next time. Cheers, lads and Bye. lasses.